Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a bonus Loki theory. All right, it's uh, Loki episode three. Um, it's got a funny name. I mean, they've all got wacky names. I think the last one was called The Variant. Uh, this one is called Lamentus, um, which I think is it probably ends up being the name of the planet. Um, anyway, first of all, uh, let's start with a tangent. Last episode, I thought the word Shanghai might be problematic. Turns out it's not. That was just a destination. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it is problematic in that it was about forced labour. Uh, people were kind of tricked into working. No one wanted to work on ships because, like, it was the journeys were months long and people threw up and stuff and they obviously weren't paid very much. So, you people were got, like tricked into working on ships by either they got them drunk or they were drugged or there was some violence involved, they were unconscious, they'd just wake up, signatures forged on a piece of paper, and next thing, you're out at sea. And there were apparently laws that if you left a a voyage halfway through, you could go to prison. Um, So being Shanghai, and and Shanghai was like a a port where heaps of different countries' uh, ships would all sort of turn up and trade. So that was often the destination for people who got dragged into forced service, which is why it was called Shanghai. There you go. Uh, Mostly American ships, apparently, uh, were the ones that got called Shanghai. Uh, And yeah, it was something to do with the gold rush. Like, So there were a lot of people in America during the gold rush and they'd rather try and find their fortune in the gold fields uh, as opposed to, you know, working on a ship for three months off to Shanghai. There you go. That was a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> now we know that Shanghai is just the destination and therefore not any kind of racial slur. Uh, so, <laughs> that's a fun thing for me to learn. So, Loki uh, goes to Lamentus. Um, it's There's a whole thing going on. You know, there's all these bombs and off. It was Rock's cart. <laughs> Not not Rock's Mart, as I thought it was last week. You know, calling it actually a Mart, probably 
like K or Wall would have been too too much of breaching of a copyright. Um, anyway, it was a rocks cart. Uh, <laughs> it was the shop they were in. So they escaped back to the Time Variance Authority and Sylvie, which is what Lady Loki prefers to be called. And I don't blame her. Loki seems a weird name for a lady. Uh, especially as we're in Loki down. Uh, so she's gone... She's. She's kidnapped one of the Time Variance Authority agents. Um, she kidnapped her back in the episode before when they were in the Renaissance Fair. Um, and this episode starts with her having a drink with Sylvie as if they're old mates. And this is, it turns out it's her doing her. She has this weird thing where she touches someone, green sparks fly out, and she can somehow possess them and do weird things with their minds. Like, the main Loki, uh, the Tom Hiddleston Loki, can, you know, make things disappear and can make doubles of himself. That's his powers. Her powers are, you know, popping into people's heads. So, she's having this conversation. She wants to, she really wants to know how many people are protecting the uh, the three time controller people. I don't even know <laughs> they've got the Time Masters. Is that what they're called? They've got some weird comic book name. Um, <laughs> she wants to find them, the where they are, the three of them, uh, and who, how many people are protecting them. So she's running through corridors, you know, having a bit of argy bargy, fighting with people, uh, and she's about to get in. And then Loki turns up and somehow stops her. And then uh, Martha Jones' sister comes and is going to shoot them. By the way, she is really good in the morning show. If you want to watch a really depressing but amazing show about morning television, that is almost exactly what it's like working in breakfast radio. Uh, I've been there, done that, know all about the the horrors. Uh, so, oh, another show, if you want to know what it's like to work in breakfast radio with the manipulation of audiences and contestants on things, is the show Unreal. Um, which is about like one of those bachelor shows, but honestly, it feels like like the the unscrupulous behaviour of producers. I'm like, oh yeah, I know how that works. Uh, anyway, <laughs> been there, done that. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, Lady Loki, um, Sylvie trying to do something to the the time bo- bobbins. <laughs> Boffins, who are, who are the, the boss, the boss time people. Uh, and then he does some jiggery pokery on their little pad that sends them places through their magical time bottle doorways. And they end up on Lamentus. And she's like, oh my God, even I wouldn't have gone here because it's her time pad is programmed with all these apocalyptic events. So she can hide out and no one will find her. They end up on this place called Lamentus, which is a moon. Uh, and there is the planet's going to crash into it, or vice versa. Anyway, you see it in the sky. It's cracked in half. There's meteors falling all the time. There's some weird moment in a western town with a woman with a gun. Loki pretends to be her husband. She shoots him. Like, they both get shot, but don't die. Like, they just get blasted far away. Um, I guess they're gods. It's hard to kill them. Uh, and then they get on Snowpiercer, the train. Uh, also, like, it's weird. So, this planet's being destroyed... There's an ARC spaceship that, you know, only a few people are going to escape the planet on. Everyone else is going to die. Um, much like the plot of Greenland with Jared Butler, which I watched the other night, which isn't as terrible as I thought it would be. Um, I mean, it's a Jared Butler movie. It's inherently bad. Uh, but it's got Morena Bakarin in it, and I quite like her. I had lunch with her once at a supernova. Um, 
just was it was it was weird. It was like her and Will Wheaton and Commander Adama from <laughs> Battlestar Galactica it was an odd table of people, and I didn't actually like I was running late and I had to go and do this thing for I think it was for Outland, and I just went and plonked myself down. I went, I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm just desperately hungry. I haven't eaten since breakfast, and we're just wolfing down food, and then. And I was like, I'm Adam. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm Marina. I'm Will. I'm, <laughs> I'm Edward. I was like, oh, you guys are probably famous. <laughs> anyway, that was my weird lunch at Supernova. Um, it's one of those Comic Con kind of things uh, if you're overseas. Um, uh, so, anyway, back to the Disney Plus Lokis. Uh- <laughs> So they're on this planet, you know, they, they then they're on a train, then they get thrown out of the train, and then they're going to go to the big spaceship because uh, they're going to use the power source to fuel their gate to get off this planet. Um, and Sylvie's like, you know, they're all going to really hate us once we use the power source from their only means of escape from this disaster to uh, get out of here. Um, and Loki's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, there's a weird moment on the train, by the way, where he has a sing and a cry, and then, then he's dancing. It's a made-up song, that, and everyone seems to know it. Uh, which, again, is a very Doctor Who thing. Like, that happened a bit during the Russell T. Davis era. People knowing songs. Like, the episode Gridlock, that everyone knows this song that uh, no one's ever heard before. Um, and everyone sings it, and it's beautiful. It's a moment. It's it's a strange... Yeah, it's weird. This is the most Doctor Who episode, by the way. Just with crazy expensive special effects. Um it's got a bit of Kill the Moon vibe, which I know is nobody's favourite Doctor Who episode. Uh, it must be someone's favourite. It's got spiders in it. I love a spider. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, look, it's there's, this episode is weird. Like, there's a moment towards the end of the episode where we have our big moment that is the whiteboard moment where, that we're meant to explain for whatever is going forward in this series, which is that all of the people at the Time Variance Authority are themselves variants, but they don't know that. So, uh, because Sylvie has worked that out by talking to this woman that she's kidnapped from the Renaissance Fair with the dreadlocks, uh, and Loki's like, oh, they don't know that they're they're all variants. Amazing. What a great plot point. And then there's lots of meteors and people fighting in... In this weird area where there's a bunch of shops, which again, all look like they're designed by the same person. And I get that. That's, you know, what a production designer does. They're one person who does the design. But it's weird when all the shops are the same. It's like it's like you go to a Westfield and there's nothing but Peter Alexander shops. It's like, why, why does even the bar look like the pajama shop? Like, everything's got pink doors. What is going on? Um, so, yeah, I found that a little bit weird. Anyway, the... The big arc spaceship that everyone's about to take off in gets hit with a meteor, and I can't remember if they even got out of it. Like this, am I, am I not engaged with this show? Maybe <laughs> is it because it's reminding me too much of Doctor Who? It's weird because Doctor Who plots seem can cohesive, and this feels like just lots of running around and bashing things with one or two tiny plot moments that are explained for the ongoing narrative. Anyway, we'll see if things resolve themselves a bit better in the next episode, which will be like a week away. I know these ones have all come out in a hurry because, <laughs> you know, it was only really suggested to me that I might want to do this. And then the lockdown happened and here I am. 
Hits. Oh, I hope you're enjoying these bonus Loki episodes of Adam Richard Has a Theory. Uh, you can get more bonus episodes at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. And you can also binge listen to episodes without commercials a week in advance. I know. How is that happening? Patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>